Welcome to Global Answers. Please join us as we discuss the relevance of God's eternal word relating to events in this day and what it means to you. And now, your host, Jeff Jenkins. Greetings, Brother Jeff, on this end. And uh, I'm Stephen. We're uh, looking forward to a second part in Christ, the living stone, Christ, the rejected stone. And so we found out in our last session that in the Alpha and Omega principles, the beginning and the end principles, that the way that Christ came and was rejected the first time, that very same thing would happen the second time. The masses would reject him and the elect or few chosen would receive him. And so this is the pattern of God. Uh, we read many scriptures referring to man being predisposed or predestined uh, to crucify the Lord. Um, the, the Bible says that the Jews were actually being, were given a spirit of slumber, eyes that could not see, ears that could not hear, lest they should be converted. But we do know that in the Omega, that the Jews are given a second chance and their hearts, the veil that was upon their heart will be taken away. And so we're living in that age where now the Jews enjoy a homeland and they have been restored after 2,500 years. And uh, Israel that was uh, under the diaspora, now the dispersed ones have now come back together to fulfill scripture. The scripture says in the last days that he would gather them together again. So it's an exciting age. We're seeing uh, the scripture fulfilled to the restitution and acts that Brother Stephen read last time, the restitution of all things. Jesus must remain in the heavens until the restitution of all things spoken of by all the holy prophets. What's that mean? That means the word would get lost for a while. Right. It would become obscure, just like the scrolls in the Qumran caves laying there for thousands of years and found in 1948. And so that was, a, in a sense, a literal way in which the word, we might say, in its authenticity, Amen. was hidden away in earthen vessels and found, and then now it's in a beautiful place there in Jerusalem where all can see it. Well, that in a spiritual sense, the same Jesus that has uh, got lost the meaning of Christ and his word and the doctrines that were lost through the dark ages, one through ignorance, 75% of the people couldn't read. Uh, the church didn't uh, want them to have a Bible, the Catholic Church. And so the, the very uh, knowledge of God was taken from the people. Bibles by the thousands were burned in the streets. You were considered uh, a heretic uh, if you uh, professed the Bible and withstood the system that was uh, in power both politically and spiritually at that time. So there's been 1,500 years in which there's a falling away or a, a time in which the word had gotten lost. Then the Bible prophesies a restitution of all things. And then just before the Lord comes, Amen. men would reject Christ again and the, and the age would become apostate right. in a very short season. And this is a scripture I want to read and Brother Stephen's going to elaborate on it, but I'm going to read it to you. Paul was at, thought, there was a rumor going around, Paul, we've heard that the coming of the Lord's at hand and, and that we should be getting ready for his second coming. And Paul says, no, I never wrote a letter like that. No, that cannot happen. Christ cannot return until there's a massive falling away. And I'll read this to you. It says here that let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, 
we'll talk about that, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? And now you know what withholdeth that he may be revealed in his time. So this man of sin will be revealed in his time. Christ also will be revealed in his time. And now it goes on to say, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Let's explain that. That's, that's some pretty strong um, King James English there. The Holy Spirit, the scripture says, as long as Christ in the form of the Holy Ghost is here, then this man of sin cannot fully come on the scene. So he's being, he's being held back. But when the bride of Jesus Christ leaves the earth, that's when the Holy Ghost leaves. When does the Holy Ghost leave, Brother Jeff? When the bride leaves. Amen. So because the Holy Ghost is in the bride. Right. When the bride of Jesus Christ is raptured, then when we go up, Satan comes down in his fury and has but a short season. Time, times, and a half time. Amen. He has a year times two more years and a half time, half a year, three and a half years. So 40 and two months. So this is a, the time of the great tribulation. But before the tribulation sets in, we have to see a general apostasy or a rejection of the word. Now watch the scriptures and see if it's not happening in our days. Now we're talking about Christ, the rejected stone. In other words, Christ has to come in the form of his word and in the form of his bride that display of Christ has to be rejected. And then, once it's rejected, then Christ's bride is raptured and the world goes into chaos and tribulation. It says, so Paul's talking about the coming of the Lord. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. So there's a time that the Holy Spirit is on earth in the bride. Then when the bride is taken away, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. So the wicked will be revealed, and at the end of the tribulation, God will destroy him in Revelations 19 with the word of his mouth. And shall destroy, uh, destroy him with the brightness of his coming. A coming uh, in judgment, a coming, uh, a rapture of the church. All this culminates in the coming. A rapture, judgment, great tribulation, and then... Two witnesses to the Jews, Moses right. and Elijah, go and they preach the gospel to the Jews. What gospel? This gospel. And they Amen. look at them. The Bible says they look at him whom they have pierced. And they ask him, where did you receive these wounds? And he said, in the house of my friends. And so it goes on to say then, this is the, 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 the iniquitous one or the son of perdition, this antichrist movement, the beast system is destroyed with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. So this, this man of perdition, this great religious move, is ultimately the work of Satan. Remember, Satan is religious. Amen. We forget that. Satan was one of the great angels. Lucifer was great, one of the great worshiping angels. He was one of the covering angels over the Ark of the Covenant. Michael is a type and Lucifer is a type. He walked among the stones of God. He was on the holy mountain. He was wise, in fact, perfect in all of his ways until he corrupted himself by reason of his own brightness. He got stuck on himself. Now watch this now. Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. You mean Satan will perform the supernatural? Sure. 
And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, why will they perish? Because they receive not a love of the truth that they might be saved. So we found that Jesus was a rock of offense, a stumbling stone. And they stumbled. What did they stumble at, Brother Stephen? They stumbled at the truth. The they word stumbled of at God. the word. Yeah. Right. Goes on to say then, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they, that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. The question, I think, Brother Jeff, that must be in, in many people's heart, uh, minds and, and hearts yeah. is, um, could this be me? Could it be me that is, is deceived? Is there right. a way in which uh, th circumstances have conspired to uh, make it difficult for me to know that what I believe is true? Right. And we live in an age of so much uh, relative truth yeah. and uh, and it's true if it's true to you but yeah. and uh, and that there's many ways mm -hmm. uh, now perhaps we need to go back and and find out where that thinking came from and then show how we can still find truth even in an age of so many so-called truths that'd be good between the years of 600 AD and 1500 AD that's about 900 years there was such a lack of the word mm -hmm. during that time. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a, uh, a domination of the uh, world at that time, yeah. especially the religious world, of a system that had rejected the word. Yeah. And during that time, it was almost as if the word had gone underground. Yep. And uh, we know what happens when a seed goes underground. It starts to rot and then it comes up eventually in newness of life. Amen. And so, of course, what happened in the 1500s was that word that had been buried in the Dark Ages now came up in the form of blades uh, of Zwingli, Knox, Calvin, yep. and especially Luther. Yep. And then, of course, it went through the stages until we're back today at uh, the seed stage again. In, uh, in Jesus said it. He said first the stalk, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. Amen. And so that seed that was planted in the book of Acts that Peter said we'd have to wait till it could come back again, that had to fall away as Paul said, yep. we're now seeing that back again Amen. in its original form. But there's a difference. Mm -hmm. In the dark ages, mm -hmm. the smallest, tiniest l Christian life living out in the darkness of that world yeah. would have uh, shone like a beacon. Yeah. And um, there are many instances recorded where Christian martyrs were being uh, taken to be burnt at the stake and along the way, others would see their faith Amen. and hear the hymns that they were singing in Amen. spite of the incredible uh, fate that awaited them in just yep. a few hours, they'd be singing hymns and praising God. And people, that light that shone then actually attracted other people to fall in Amen. and join with them on their way to get oh. uh, burnt at the stake. So bright was that light shining yes. in the midst of so great of a darkness. Yes. Well, it seems that Trying to extinguish the light didn't work. 68 million, as you said earlier, were killed yeah. um, trying to extinguish the light. Yeah. But it seemed that the darker it became, the brighter even Hallelujah. the smallest light shone. Amen. So Satan has a different plan today. Yeah. And that's what God said. He said that in this age, he said even the very elect would mm -hmm. be deceived mm -hmm. if it were possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says that God would cause a strong delusion to come on people that they'd believe a lie. How is this going to happen? Mm 
In the dark ages, the little truth that you had shone like a beacon. Mm -hmm. But today, it's like Satan has turned on so many lights. Mm -hmm. There are so many so-called truths. Yeah. There's so many churches. There's so, in the last count in 1994, there were 23,000 different Christian denominations. And it's no wonder that some religions look at Christianity, yeah. and they say, wow, what a, what a confusion. Yep. And this one thinks they have the truth, and that one yep. thinks they have the truth. But you know, the real truth is still the Word of God. Amen. It's not a man-made system. Amen. Jesus said His Word was hid from the wise and the prudent, Amen. but revealed unto babes. Hallelujah. And so we have a, 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 a an age now where so many lights are turned on, mm -hmm. and you are being required, each person, that seeking truth is required to find that one little light Amen. in the midst of millions of lights yeah. and, and, and latch onto and say, this is the truth. Now, you would say, well, that's impossible. How would I do that? The answer lies in the desire of your heart. Amen. He said, if you love the truth, mm -hmm. you'll be saved. Amen. If you love the truth. If you love the truth, it's God who's obligated to show you Amen. which truth out of all these things that you've heard mm -hmm. is the real word for today. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a love of the truth, then God will allow you to be confused by the multitude of lights. If you, if you have a desire for more of truth, if you have something in your heart that's, that's not satisfied with what you're getting, there is, I want, to, I want to just reassure you, there is a truth that's mm -hmm. available in this day. And that's why we're doing these broadcasts. Amen. Brother Jeff, that's why yeah. there's uh, all the effort expended to, to try and encourage people right. to believe that what, that stone which the builders rejected, that mm -hmm. word of God, mm -hmm. which today has been rejected, it, it may have been rejected, but uh, he's still present in this earth, just like Jesus was. They turned him down, but he was still there. He was. And, and we have a word today which will, which will satisfy that hunger in the, th in, the, in the soul that really desires more of God. When you realize that God, on, in a sense, God loves to reveal himself and he loves to hide himself. Right. Um, and we find that the word, in a sense, was obscured, but God allowed it to be obscured. And he allowed it to Amen. be obscured through traditions of men. Right. Um, and even Jesus, or God gives us the test of a prophet in the Old Testament in Deuteronomy, that if what that prophet says does not come to pass, then don't fear him. Right. And when I look at all the varying opinions and all, everybody uh, doing whatever feels good or looks good or, I mean, I, every once in a while what we do here in our assembly is we, we pack um, a bunch of the kids into a van or a couple vans and we go to visit another church so that they can get an, an appreciation for what the scripture says is being fulfilled in our day. And we do this not for them to become critical or to become pious or self-righteous, but they sit, into, sit in an assembly that has smoke coming out of the, uh, out of the uh, stage, laser beams, and acid rock music. And the emphasis is entertainment and not the Word of God. And the Bible says, in the last days, there'll be a famine in the land, not for the want of food or water, Amen. but for the hearing of the Word of God. 
So to think that we could have thousands of church steeples and padded pews and air-conditioned buildings and people gather in those buildings and hear very little word. Amen. They hear programs, they hear rock and roll, they hear entertainment. You can have your, you can have your latte mocha and go sit down with your hot dog and be entertained in a church. It is a far cry from the man who sat on the window's ledge to a long-winded preacher called Paul, and he fell down and died, and Paul went and laid on him, and the man rose from the dead. Amen. Because the preacher preached so long, the man fell asleep. Why, if a preacher today in most pulpits preached over an hour, people go find another church. I had a lady the other day tell me, Brother Stephen, she said, uh, I've heard a lot about your church. Um, how many services do you have uh, for the day? I said, well, we just have one on Sunday, and then we have another one on Wednesday, then we have a communion service. She said, well, I, I want to go to the contemporary service. I said, well, we don't have a, a contemporary service and we don't have one that's just hymns. It's every service is, is similar. And I could tell the idea of having the service as being the same was boring to her. Mm -hmm. The emphasis for her was music. Now think of the insanity of that. The interest for her was not the Bible. The interest for her was this stimulation, emotion, feeling. Right. That's all good, but the stimulation should come from the Word of God. My, my joy, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Not screaming guitars and pounding drums. Do you see how difficult it would be for somebody in Europe or America uh, under Western influence to even believe in God? You've got the charlatans that are pulling for your money. Right. You've got... You've got holy oil and holy water and, and, and people with all forms of gimmicks. And people finally just say, Brother Stephen, they just say, why bother? Right. And so I'm telling you, Brother Stephen is telling you that you say, well, Brother Jeff, how can you know truth? I'll tell you what, God's going to have to send an absolute, Amen. an umpire, a north star. And then if he sends an umpire, a north star that we can all calibrate our compass to, well, then praise God. Well, then maybe I can know what truth is. And what I'm telling you, and the reason we're on the air is to tell you that God has sent that North Star. Amen. He has fulfilled Scripture. If I was living in Jesus' day, and I was coming to you and I was saying, hey, there's a guy, his name is John the Baptist. Right. And he's going around, he's baptizing under repentance, and he's fiery, and he's, he, he is incredible. Well, you might ask me, well, is he raising the dead? Well, no. Is he healing the sick? Well, no. In fact, we don't know of anything in the way in John's ministry ever raised the dead or healed Any the miracles, sick. miracles, sir? No miraculous. But this man, wow, what a ministry. John's ministry was, the, was the preparing the hearts for Jesus Christ, the, the coming Messiah. Well, I'm telling you that we've had the parallel of that very same ministry in our day. The Bible says that as the same way that Jesus left, he would return. Amen. Well, he, 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 the way Jesus left in the Alpha, or the way he, he, he came in the Alpha was is he had a forerunner, right. Elijah. And he said, but I say unto you, Elijah shall come and restore all things. Jesus said that referring to the Elijah of this last day. Amen. There's been an Elijah ministry in our day. Now, you could believe it that John was then that man 2,000 years ago. Can you believe Brother Jeff and Brother Stephen when we say that God has sent an Elijah in our day? Amen. And he has. And the purpose was to turn our hearts back to the faith of the fathers, right. to get our lives ready, to get our hearts and our minds ready to prepare us for, 
for the word that would dress us. Uh, a prophet in our day, Amen. restoring the word of God to dress a bride to meet the bridegroom. And, and also to shape the bride Hallelujah. according to the word of God Amen. so that it fits the pattern of the head Hallelujah. that it's going to unite to. In go. other words, the head of the corner, right. which is Christ, was in the pattern of the word. Amen. That was all through the Old Testament. Jesus fulfilled everything that was spoken of him yep. in the Old Testament. And now he's fulfilling everything that was spoken of him in the New Hallelujah. Testament. And so the the it's not the word that's going to change. No. It's the way we think that will have to change. And ideas that have perhaps uh, legacy ideas, yeah. traditions that yeah. have followed the church since Luther's day and Wesley's day and, and subsequent to that and even up yeah. through Pentecost, some of those ideas mm -hmm. will have to to be reshaped or they reformed will. or even 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 discarded in the case of error yeah. to conform us to the to the shape of the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. And so the the corner the stone that the builders rejected, the same has made the head of the corner. And if we think of that as the head of the body, right. well in order for a head to be joined to a body, yeah. there has to be a neck. Amen. And John the Baptist was the forerunner that would join the head, which was Jesus of Nazareth, right. to the body, which was the Israeli body, the body exactly. of Israel. Exactly. But of course, John the Baptist, they beheaded him. Yeah. And in John's corpse, laying there with the head separated from the body, yeah. was a picture of Israel and the rejected stone, yes. the rejected head, yes. which yes. was Christ. So there's the head separated from the body. Then he started over again and he starts to create a new body now and he brings it up through 2000 years. Amen. And once again, like John the Baptist would have been the neck. So we have the ministry of William Branham Amen. as the neck today yep. to bring the body into unity with the head, Beautiful. which is Christ. Beautiful. And of course, once again, the religious people yeah. cannot accept it. Remember Jesus said to even his disciples, mm -hmm. if you can receive it, Amen. this was Elijah, which yes. was for to come. Exactly. And we have the same question today. If yes, you can receive it, this ministry of William Branham is the Elijah that Jesus spoke of when he said, as you said, Brother Jeff, you quoted that scripture uh, in uh, Matthew chapter yeah. uh, 16, uh, excuse me, 17, yeah. where he says that uh, um, after, the after the transfiguration yeah. experience, and they said, well, shouldn't Elijah have first come? Yeah. And they said, I, I sent you that Elijah has come already, which was John the Baptist. Right. But just before that, he says, yeah, you're right. Elijah truly shall first come yep. and restore all things. Peter Amen. said there would have to be a time of restoration. restoration. Jesus said there was a time of restoration Amen. and then Elijah would come. So here's the thing, Brother Jeff, and I'm sure many people mm -hmm. are asking this mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. What is it about the ministry of William Branham that would conform uh, the body into the, the, uh, the headship of Christ? What, what is, the, what is the, the key to that ministry that uh, allows us to have so much confidence in that ministry? That ministry would be the literal, literal carbon copy Amen. Of Jesus's ministry. Amen. If it's gonna, if it's gonna be a headstone ministry, it's gonna be the the chief stone ministry. Then it has to be a carbon copy of Jesus's ministry. So that means he has to discern the thoughts and tense of the heart. He has to see by vision. He has to be led by vision. Jesus said, "I do only those things that the Father showeth me." Amen. And he has to, as we said, know the thoughts and tense of the heart of the people. He has to calm storms. He has to raise the dead. He has to have the very same sense of humility. 
He has to have the same sense of total submission to the Amen. will of the Father. Amen. Jesus did nothing except the Father showed him. He wouldn't do anything otherwise. So as Brother Stephen said, the cornerstone is a 90 degree angle so that the building is built perfectly square. Then if the building is built perfectly square in the cornerstone, then when the chief headstone is set, the building then is capped. It's finished. It's done. It's over. And so the the cornerstone and the headstone have to be identically the same. And so I'm going to read to you a quote from the prophet himself, William Branham. And I want you to listen to this because we've got one minute left and I want you to listen to this. He promised in the last days the church would grow so close from the days of Luther and justification, Wesley sanctification, Pentecost to restoration of the gifts right into the headstone. And through that would bring forth the whole body, the resurrection of every believer. But as the spirit of uh, God grows closer and closer, just like the shadow of my hand, the shadow gets darker and darker and darker until the shadow and the hand becomes Amen. the same thing. The church comes from justification, sanctification, baptism, the Holy Ghost, now going into the very headstone and the presence of the angel of God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, so present, doing exactly the same works that he did on earth, which is bringing forth the church and Christ to unite. Amen. So we have to have the very same ministry of Jesus Christ in our day. That is the purpose of that same ministry is to unite Christ and the church, Amen. the bride and the groom. We're enjoying an invisible union right now. Amen. And, and the purpose of that is to dress a bride. See, with the signs and wonders was also the word. Amen. The word is dressing a bride. That's right. We thank God for the signs and wonders, but that's just to attract your that's attention. Right. Now the scriptures are being fulfilled. We want your heart to burn within you Amen. as their hearts burn within them as they lock, walked along the way. Jesus is fulfilling his word in this last day. We want you to be a part of it. That's why we're on the air. God bless you. Hello, friends. We're living in the end times. We're living in times that the Bible prophesied would happen in these days. This is the hour, brother and sister, where God is, is uh, going to be catching away His bride. You need to make sure that you're part of that bride. We're trying to bring you the truth, the light for this day through these broadcasts. Remember, if you open your heart, God will reveal Himself to you. God is revealed in simplicity. He's hidden and revealed in simplicity. We may not recognize it. We may not understand the packaging, but this is what God intends you to hear today. So don't miss our next broadcast. God bless you. Friends, today's program, Christ the Cornerstone, as well as a sermon by Pastor Jeff Jenkins entitled The Chief Cornerstone, are both available on DVD. To order these DVDs, visit us on our website at globalanswers.us or write to Global Answers, 1695 Stewart Road, Lima, Ohio. Our zip code is 45801 here in the USA. We encourage you to write us with any comments or questions about our program. Your feedback is very important to us and we look forward to hearing from you. Our email address is info at globalanswers.us. Thanks for joining us today and may our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.